ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hello and welcome to a brand spanking new What's With Millennials podcast. I'm your host, Dean Adonis, and we're sitting here with the co-hosts... Becca. Jeremy. Johnny. Alright, how's everyone's week going today? Good. It's Monday. It is Monday. Yeah. It's a beautiful Monday. It is though. Christopher Columbus Day. Is it? Yes. It is Christopher. Who is he? <laughs> I don't know, someone not important. Oh, very so well. Very but it's a national important. holiday, so... Didn't he discover something? Um, no, actually so he didn't. Amerigo he didn't. discovered something. He didn't discover oh, He, he thought he landed in India, India and, yes, exactly, and he did not. So he didn't know what So we celebrate somebody <laughs> getting lost. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. That is your history lesson for the day. Right? <laughs> awesome. John, how's your week going, man? Woo! The weeks just seem like they blend together because they're so busy, but keeping busy is good. Yeah. You know, staying in routine and trying to stay on top of things. So. Yeah, man. I know you got a fight coming up. Yes, I do. Um, so it's supposed to be in November 19th up in Reading. Um, Becca, your parents are from Reading. Yeah, I'm from Reading. Yeah, you are from Reading. I'm yeah, from that so, little uh, town. Becca's I'm sorry hometown. you have to go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go up there and uh, put in work, do some business, and uh, come back. Nice. There we go. Jeremy. Yes. How's your week going? It's been going good. Yeah? It's Monday, so it's it really hasn't went. That's true. It's been a good. It's been a good weekend, though. You know the Patriots won. Go Pats! So I'm happy about that. Pretty sure the 49ers lost again. So Probably. it's been a been a really good week. Becca, I'm cut him off because he's starting to piss me off. <laughs> Why? Because Raiders. No one's putting their hand up. So Raider I feel Nation. Bad right now. Okay, there Why? we go. Okay. Jeremy, you're back in this. Okay, Becca, how's your week? Good. <laughs> Anything exciting happen? Jimmy Johnson won the race on Sunday. What? what? Yeah. He made them left turns. And then he made another left turn. And then he kept doing making another left turn. Stand by for five minutes. Hey. You won't miss anything. <laughs> think about it. You're going over 200 miles an hour. Yeah, there's some cool crashes. Oh. There's some cool crashes. <laughs> That's why you watch it. No. Earth. Oh, the American way. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> moving moving it on. It's a skill to turn left at 200 miles an hour. Actually, you could keep your steering wheel straight, and they make the curvature. I learned this by watching another podcast or listening to another podcast. They curve. <laughs> Welcome back to NASCAR <laughs> with millennials. Um, but yes, they, they curve the street so that um, you could keep your wheel straight, and it would turn by keeping your wheel straight if you're going the right speed. They also put liquid mercury in the frames of the vehicles to help them. With that angle. Yeah. That's what my See that told I don't know anything school. about that stuff. I quote him. All of that to make a left turn. <laughs> <laughs> to make a left turn. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Um, but moving forward, we are now about to get into some news. Jeremy, hit it! News, 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 news. Alright. So apparently, um, we've been needing a Batman because there are clowns running rampant in the streets. Have any have any of you guys heard about this? The Joker better not come up on my street. He better not. He'll no. learn today. <laughs> All day. Oh, jeez. Okay. So um, for those of you who haven't heard, apparently there have been a lot of clown sightings throughout all of the United States with um, clowns just kind of popping up and either and threatening people, people, luring people into the woods. That is the creepiest. What would you do Why if would you Becca, follow a clown into the woods? Becca, what would you do if a clown was in the woods? Just like, hey. 
probably pass out. <laughs> 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 to be honest. Oh, wow. Um, have you heard about guys. this, John? Have you heard about it? Recently, with yes. my, literally within the past few days, just from friends. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm trying to take it easy on social media. You know, I feel like I get sucked in anyway. But I don't know what's wrong with these kids or <laughs> adults or people. It's not like something to be funny. It's not like a no, joke. It's no, like something. No, it's not. It's not. I'm trying to harm I've seen some of the videos though, and <laughs> they're pretty funny. But I mean, <laughs> <That's> I, not... <laughs> hey, you know, it's a kind of a. a flip. I feel like it's too soon to make funny video jokes about this. This is like currently soon, going yeah, on in people's lives. Like, it is too soon. A little bit, but they're dressing up as clowns. Really, people, it's a joke. There's no sightings in California, it is though. A joke, I don't but think has there been. I don't know, but if there was, I would knock a clown out. <laughs> Yeah, is that what you do? I would. Okay. They can tell because I'm looking right in their eyes right, right. now. <laughs> well, the clowns real recognize real clown. Real <laughs> recognize real. Recognize real We have some brave clown people here. Jeez. No fears, apparently. All right. Um, another piece of news. Um, hurricane Matthew. A hurricane, a devastating hurricane that has killed over 8,000 people in combined places such as Haiti, Jamaica, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina. Um, have been affecting people, so make sure that you guys all pray for the people affected. Was Jordan um, supposed to be Georgia? Georgia. I said Georgia. Oh, Georgia. I said right. Georgia. My yes. Um, apologies if I said that incorrectly, but yes, a lot of people have been um, hurt from this, so definitely send them your prayers. Um, it's devastating. East Coast, stand up. Y'all good? Stand up. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on um, with Jeremy's Little Melodies. Jeremy, take it away. Thank you. Unfortunately... In the past week or so, there have been, has been some news released in the music world about one of my favorite artists, Kid Cudi. Great mu- musician, great artist, great producer, great music, has checked himself into rehab for suicidal ideologies and taking me- prescription medications that have, he claims have caused this. There's many ways I can go about this, but I'm gonna just be honest. T.I., get a handle on Kid Cudi. Get his career back in check. There could be a lot of conspiracies as to why he's in there after the remarks that he's made against Kanye West and other big name artists. So again, T.I., put him under your wing. We can get Kid Cudi back in the game right. There we go. That's it. Thank you, Jeremy. You're welcome. All right, now. Let's get back on the topic for today, which is going to be voting. Woo! Everyone excited about voting? Not really. Okay, um, (laughs) before we get into that, let's go ahead and jump into if you've been living under a rock with Announcer Man. Since December of 1788, the great country called America has voted for its commander-in-chief. But voting used to not be a given right to all American citizens. From minorities to women, our ancestors had to fight for their opportunity to have a voice and be heard. Flash forward to 2016, and many now see voting as a chore or a mockery. With our country divided on more social issues than ever, how will we shape our future? Will we be heard or will we stay silent? This has been If You've Been Living Under a Rock. All right, guys. First impressions. Voting. Anyone want to step up? No. What a, what okay. A year. <laughs> let's uh, let's you know what. Let's address the elephant in the room first of all. 
It's um, huge. It is huge. <laughs> yeah. We are. It is huge. Um, this, this election in general, guys, there was a statement made from the Washington Post that said um, that these candidates are the most unliked out of all of the presidencies in the American history to date. That means they hate, hate them more than they hate George Bush. To date, yes. Um, so it's not uncommon for the average millennial to see both candidates and not like either of our choices here. So something that we decided to do was, um, was um, take our own personal stats and kind of uh, see how, how people on the street actually feel about this. Um, so I'm gonna pass it off to John. Yes. Do millennials like to vote, guys? Do we like to vote? I think they yeah. should. They should. But do they like they to? Should. Do they want to? Did they? It's a great privilege to have. I feel it is. I'll tell you. So we did. We took a small sample on the campus of American River College here in Sacramento. And of that small sample that we took, 79% are registered to vote. Of that 79%, 83 are going to be voting. So now there's a small percentage that's not going to be voting. But of that 83% that are voting, 71% had a negative outlook. Oh. Wow. So what were they, why are they them so negative? And, not, and I'll tell you, the anonymous consensus was, and I quote, this is terrible because neither one are fit for the position. Mm. We have to pick between the less of two evils. I believe people are siding with their parties. Here's one of my favorites. Non-Hillary voters can be sexist. So it's not Ouch. that they don't want to vote, it's that they don't want to vote for our candidate. Right. Yes. Okay. Now, I find that interesting because what he was saying was the, uh, the majority of them are voting. The majority of them are registered to vote, but they're still unhappy about the candidates. Yet they're still getting out there and voting. Yep. I think it's a duty. It is. How so? I think it's our duty as American citizens to be voting. Because... I don't know. I just—that's how I was raised. Jeremy, I have a question for you, sir. Running for president, we have a left nut and a right nut. Okay. Why not <laughs> pick an awesome Johnson? Why can't we pick an awesome Johnson? That is a great question. Did you guys know that there's actually a gentleman named Gary Johnson? Johnson. Yeah. Running <laughs> for the office, but we don't—he wasn't at the debate on. October 9th? No, he wasn't there. He wasn't at the first one either. You want to tell him why? Why is that? Because he was a part of the 15%. He was a libertarian. But the thing is, did you guys know that he also ran in 2012 as well? I no, did not. Along with Barack Obama. He didn't pull out that many notes, but that many votes. But he did get around somewhere in the ballpark of 1.2 million votes. Wow. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but in comparison to... Like yeah. the huge amount of people mm -hmm. that's in oh, America. It's a, big, it's a huge number of people yeah. in America. <laughs> um, he could still get more, but they are, right now he's currently looking like he will break the record for most third party votes ever yeah. in history. I think that if everybody who says that they don't want to vote for Hillary or Trump or that we're voting for a lesser of two evils, what if they all voted for somebody else? Every person that says that. Break the if system. If they didn't vote for them. But the thing is. You I know, feel, think they feel like we have to. Before long, you don't you don't you don't see much about um, Gary Johnson. You know, it's 
we could go into that mm-hmm. even more. But I, I've heard it. I heard him not even not too long ago, a couple months, a couple yeah. months ago. Oh wow, Gary Johnson, a, another choice. Okay, a, a legitimate choice. But you know, people aren't hearing it. Yeah, They're not. It's, it's it's the reason why that is is because they don't allow third party candidates in debates because there is a specific rule that says if you don't get I forget um, what what this percentage goes to specifically, but if you don't get 15%, I think, of the popular vote, then they don't include you. Um, The problem is third-party candidates don't have enough campaign funding because they're not Mm. Democrat, they're not a Republican, in order to um, get themselves out there digitally with their campaigning. Now, I could be wrong about this, but from my understanding of the way that at least Gary Johnson has been running his campaign, he has taken no funds from any kind of super PACs. Everything, all of the money, somewhere around like $8 million, I believe, I could be wrong, don't quote me on that, has all been from donations. He has received none from super PACs as um, the other parties do. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, even just raising $8 million on his own, that, that go, I think that goes a lot to say right. for someone who's only served as a governor yeah. for New Mexico at that. Um, he, there's a lot of pros to him, except, especially when you're comparing him to people who we have now as the front runners. But um, the only issue really with Gary Johnson right now standing is that he doesn't have any foreign affairs experience. It's already been quoted that you know he doesn't know any like mm-hmm. foreign leaders. He can't name them off of the top of his yeah. head. He's human though. That's the <laughs> thing that a lot of people seem yeah. to forget that. No matter who these people are, no matter how they shine lights on them, they're all human. He forgets names. I forget names all the time. I forget, you know, my dad's name and when his birthday <laughs> is sometimes. Oh, it happens. Yeah. So, um, again, just something to take into consideration. So, with that said, I'm sure that a lot of people, after hearing this, they might go and do a little bit more research on do seeing it. who Gary Johnson is about. But the ones who are still gung-ho about... Hillary or Trump, we're gonna play a little game to see which ones out of their out of their assets that they have would win in a boxing match. Okay? All right. Jeremy, I'm gonna toss this one to you. Okay. Okay. Here we go. In a boxing match between Clinton and Trump. Okay? Hillary or Bill? Hillary. Hillary Clinton. Bill? He no, Hillary Clinton. You want me to say Hillary? Hillary would be easier, I guess. Thank okay. You. So if in a boxing ring. Hillary's successes was to verse Trump's successes. Who would win? Oh, Hillary all day. Hillary all day. Why? Re- now, let me make sure that I repeat the question for me one more time just in, to make sure everyone's got yes. it. In a boxing match, okay, between Hillary's successes in one corner, okay, standing at four foot nothing, and Trump's successes in the corner, hunching over about five foot nothing, okay? Yeah. Who would win? That's what I thought you said. Just wanted to make sure, thank you for yes, the clarity. no problem. Oh, Hillary still got that. How come? Because she's gonna erase his successes. Ooh, She's okay. gonna bleach them dry. Okay, oh, you gotta do that one? Yeah, <laughs> Pull out that one. Him. All right, Becca, this one's for you, okay? In a boxing match between Hillary's pantsuit and Trump's comb over, who would win? <laughs> I'm going to say Trump's come over. <laughs> okay, why? Because it's just like got waves around. You got the waves? Yeah. Yes. It looks aggressive. It looks can, like he's going to attack at any minute. Can you imagine 
if he was like, if he gets elected and he's and he's sitting in the limo and he's standing outside like the little top of the limo and like his his hair's flowing through the wind and then all you hear is dun it, dun it, dun it, dun it, dun it, dun it, dun it. John. Yes. A boxing Jeez. match. Don't you look at my cue cards. <laughs> a boxing match <laughs> between <laughs> Hillary's puckered lemon face and Trump's Trump's sun gaze face. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Trump's sun gaze face. <laughs> She's like making it, that's why. <laughs> because his lips look like his eyes and his eyes look like his lips. <laughs> this is perfect. Heads down. Perfect. So going by this, ladies and gentlemen, I think it probably is a tie. Probably comes it down to this. It might be. It, 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 it just might be. It is a draw. Um, but yeah, so I thought it'd be kind of fun to poke a little fun at that real quick. Before we kind of get into the actual policies um, between Hillary and Trump, but I have written here the actual similarities that they have, the things that they have in common. All right. They both um, have kids, don't they? I'm, I don't know. They Does both have no. I'm telling you, they both kids? have kids. Okay. Well, as, as, Chelsea Clinton. As far as as far as policies. Oh, right? policies. As, as far as policies. Okay. So similarities. Okay. They both believe that Snowden should face consequences. You guys know who Snowden is? Yes. Snowden. Nope. Jeremy, please explain what Snowden is. Who oh, Snowden I don't is. really know. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Um, Snowden is WikiLeaks guy who collected information from the government oh, and guy. released it illegally that showed that the government was doing some big no-nos, which they shouldn't be doing. Whistleblower. Thank you. Um, and in the Obama um, administration, it's notorious that they kind of just off the heads of whistleblowers. Um, so, but they both feel that Snowden should face consequences. Um, they both believe that Social Security age should stay the same so that by the time that we um, uh, become retiring age, we don't have to wait another 20, 30 years to, to retire, which is awesome, right? Um, they also believe that corporations should not contribute to campaign financing. That would be more so for, um, I believe that's more so for business to business, not like business to politician. They both, Jeremy, you're going to love this one. They both want to legalize medicinal marijuana. Amen. They need to. Hallelujah. Right? We live in California. God bless America. All right. No place else. <laughs> Off, they also agree offshore banking should be illegal. They want to increase minimum wage. And both want to declare war on ISIS with drone strikes, airstrikes, um, ground troop, all that jazz. Now, let's skip that one. The differences between both of them, okay? Um, Trump wants to, as far as abortion goes, Trump wants to not allow abortion unless it was through incest or rape, while Hillary believes in women's right to choose. So in that, I personally would say I would go with Hillary, because I believe it should be up to, to a woman to, to choose. Um, but do with that information as you may. Um, they both, ooh, what? This one I did not know about. Wow, huh, I need to read my cue cards a little uh, better. Did you write them? Um, no, I didn't. No. Um, not this one. Um, the For same-sex marriage, Clinton, Hillary, wants to allow gay marriage. Trump doesn't. Oh. I did not know that. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I think he's pro he might just be doing that more so for the people, the... the Republican yeah. 
But he's lost the Republican either, Party. Either way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Um, and um, as far as illegal immigrants, uh, of course, I know where they stand. Um, Trump wants to de- deport um, while Clinton wants to give citizenship. You didn't say anything about the wall. I did not want to speak about the wall. Oh, okay. the wall to build a wall dumb. bigger than China. <laughs> That's if they do the wall, it'd be another that. song for Pink Floyd to come out about. That would be really awesome. If, I'm just saying that's the only pro I'm let, to a wall being built is Pink Floyd coming out with another album. I'm gonna let you know right now. If if God, if Trump was to build a wall around all of America, who do you think they would hire to build that goddamn wall? The Canadians. The goddamn Mexicans to build a goddamn wall, and that would be the strongest, biggest wall that they'd ever see in their life. Well, they're not gonna build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Are we justified? That's why we don't have a cue card about it. Oh, jeez, okay. <laughs> why we don't write anything about the wall. Anyway, for gun control, um, Trump wants no additional restrictions. Clinton wants um, a background, a psychological check and training. Um, how, how's everyone's siding now with, with, all, with all this information? You guys still thinking about voting for the same person? I don't mind that there are tests being done. Granted, I feel in mm-hmm. regards to, you know, the Second Amendment, which is yeah. a big, heavy topic going on right now, um, I don't feel that there, there's an issue with implementing more procedures to ensure that the right people are getting the guns. Mm-hmm. As long as everyone that has that legal obligation, just as anyone who has a legal obligation to go out and vote does, you know, if they have that right, let them exercise it. If they have the money, go do it. Let them do it the right way. I just feel that one, the one thing that they're missing on, you know, the one thing that we learned in the military is the action of constant training once they have that gun. Once they give them the gun, it's like whatever after that, more or less. Yeah. In the Marine Corps, at least, can't speak so much for other um, troops or for other branches, but in the Marine Corps, you get a rifle, you have to go qual and make sure that you know how to shoot every year, sometimes twice a year. I feel that citizens, if they're going to have a gun license, should be able to have those eyes on, micromanage to a to a standpoint, so that you know every that just to keep the checks and balances within that. Like they should have to renew their license. Renew, retest, recall, yeah. just like a driver's license. Yes. It only well, makes sense. Sounds, yeah, the last thing we need is grandpa running around with a shotgun and he can't see two square feet in front of us. But the face, same yes. thing like when you're driving, like there needs to be, when you get older, you yeah. know, you shouldn't be Maybe driving. Maybe you know, having that test might life. help figure yeah. out. Definitely. If, we don't need to be hurt? driving. And two birds, one gun. Yeah, if you're, if you're driving with a shotgun, you should definitely get checked. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what you took from that? <laughs> That's exactly what I took from that. All right. Um, they both also believe, or, uh, as far as voting, that's you need. Uh, Trump believes that you need a voter ID, which prevents fraud. While Clinton says no because it disadvantages uh, the poor. Both I could kind of kind of see both uh, in that one. Um, they both believe police body cams. Um, that Trump believes that it should be left to the police departments to decide if they need body cams. And Clinton says they always need body cams. How is everyone feeling about voting right now? Um, as far as felony voters, Trump believes that no, they shouldn't have the rights to vote, while Clinton believes that all citizens should have the right to vote. I think that one's kind of a touchy subject because yeah. um, 
once you pay your debt to society, like so in some places, you may still not be allowed to vote. Yeah. Um, how, how exactly do you, John, you seem to kind of resonate with that. How do you feel about that? Um, well, there, there are people who get locked up with felonies for, say, for example, um, they're, uh, was the word for incriminate with, for like marijuana or yeah. something like that. Something small. They, they, they catch a felony for little stupid things. You know, things may not be their fault. And there's most likely a lot of intelligent people who are felons who can't vote that may make a difference. Maybe not a substantial difference, but enough probably to make an influence. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people wow. locked up. That's yeah. a big influence. There are a lot of people yeah. locked up, and that's another, you know, that's, it, is, it is a very touchy subject. Yeah. Now, I think just from my, my research into this that I found is that you should allow people, um, people with felonies to vote simply because um, back in the day, this, this law originated from um, this, the system not trying to allow African-American voters to vote. So what they would do, while African-American voters were on their way to polls, on their way to go vote when they first were allowed to vote, um, they would give them uh, fake charges or bad charges just so that they could arrest them and, they say, and then say, hey, you can't vote now. Mm-hmm. That is how that originated, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. So just because of that, I, I believe that if you have an old system that is put into place um, because of false pretenses, that you should not keep that. You should just psh, cut that off. Yeah, exactly. At least that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, did anyone else have anything to add to that? No? Okay, let's move forward. Um, with all this said, now... Once again, we all have a bunch of people, we've seen from our own stats, that we believe we are uh, patriotic, that we should vote, that we should go out and vote, but we don't believe in the people that we are voting in. With that said, should we vote? Here's my take on that, since it's an open question. Thank you for asking, dear Dad. No problem. I got you. If we start to choose now not to vote, the government's biggest fear is essentially then there's a loss in faith in this system. I want to say that it's not right for us to go ahead and make that decision if we have nothing else to replace and implement to substitute for it. We have nothing else where we might as well at least let someone help figure it out for us. That's what the presidential seat is for the commander-in-chief to make the decisions that we can so we hopefully will elect the right person to at least get us through that time Mm -hmm. this period they're only there for four years if they're as big not saying any names of he or she but if they're as big as a screw-up as the other party may believe they can get impeached that's what the system is there for but we cannot just let it drop if we have nothing else to replace it with. No, I don't see anybody else standing up. Oh yeah, except for Gary Johnson. <laughs> but um, other than that. Yeah. Now, now before Becca, you were also saying that we should be patriotic and we should vote, right? Yeah. Why do you believe that? I, I, believe, I think that they fought so hard for our rights to be able to do that, not just in, you know, the Revolutionary War, but then with 
you know, black rights and women's rights. It's like so much effort and blood and sweat and death has gone into these rights that are given to us and we take so much advantage of it now. So I don't want to take advantage of it. That's why I feel like a personal duty. So. You yeah. can't just let them go down in vain and yeah. it all be done for it's nothing. Exactly. That makes no sense. It's not no a chore. Sense. That would yeah. almost like if I were one of those women that fought for women's rights and I heard people talk about it the mm-hmm. way it is now, I'd be offended. I'd be like, well, sorry, I worked so hard <laughs> for you guys to have a chore to go vote every four years that's true. for your president. Yeah. No, that's, that's very true. Now, John, you yes. have served this country just like Jeremy has yes. um, in service. Um, how do you feel when you hear someone say, hey, you know what, voting, I'm not going to go vote. Uh, just ignorance, maybe. You have maturity or, you know, it's the sad truth is most people don't know and don't care. Um, but as a veteran, I mean, even as a veteran, it doesn't matter. I'm, I've always been patriotic and, you know, I guess you guys want to call it that. But, yeah, it is a duty. And I agree with Becca, um, you know, especially – women's, you know, uh, African-Americans, women that weren't even allowed to vote, it was just white people, you know, for the longest time, and, uh, you know, we've changed, and we're, we live in a free country, and we're really, you know, blessed to have what we have, and uh, I just feel some people don't see that, and they don't do it, it's because they don't know, and don't care. That's true. Yeah. It's up to them. No. I think like you said ignorance, just not understanding. Yeah. It's their choice to do that, and if, I mean, if they choose not to, then that's a bittersweet of uh, living in the U.S. of A. Yeah. Now, me personally, I am, I don't believe that I'm actually registered to vote. And I am not going to vote. Um, And this is because, one, I think I agree that this election is a joke. Um, And two, um, because of the Electoral College. Have you guys heard of the Electoral College? Okay, so how the Electoral College works is that every state is divided into different sections. You have X amount of representatives per state depending on your population, right? So if the majority of whatever state you're in votes the opposite of you, Mm -hmm. then essentially your representatives in your states will all vote for whoever the majority voted Mm -hmm. for. So essentially, if you are not with the majority, your vote, your vote essentially doesn't count. Yeah. Okay, um, I understand that. After doing a little bit more research, um, I also found out that, uh, have you guys heard of gerrymandering? Gerrymandering, yes. Yes, you have heard of gerrymandering. Do you want to go over that? Do you know how to explain that? Um, gerrymandering has to do with districts, uh, the way the, uh, your local government um, local representatives in the Senate sees how they arrange them as far as demographics work and they could literally this up to them to manipulate them and exactly shape it's called gerrymandering and they they take it on a population that's going to favor them in voting time when it comes voting time so I don't exactly know I, no no you, that was exactly <laughs> that was on key so every 10 years they, they're able to redraw these lines mm-hmm. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give everyone an experiment everyone hold up 10 fingers right now boom 10 fingers okay now Put down four. Doesn't matter which four. I probably one on one hand. Put down four on your right hand. Jeremy, four on your right hand. <laughs> but there you go. Okay. Say sixty percent. Okay, sixty percent. These people right here vote for candidates B. 
okay? That's 60% of the population in America. Vote for candidate B, okay? Now, these other four are the 40% that vote for candidate A, right? Now, 10 years pass by and the political party is about to redraw these lines, right? So what you wanna do is take four for candidate B, put them together, boom. Just hold them up like that, boom. Four for candidate B, boom. Then now you have them divided into three different sections, candidate B voters, right? Three different sections. Now, take candidate A, which is four on this end, divide them up into two groups. So you have to do the Star Trek thing. I can't do it. Just do a Star Trek. I have too many groups. <laughs> okay, no worries. Now, take, once again, this is 40%, this is 60%. Now, take this party, boom, match it with this one, with this 10%. And then take the other 20 and match it with this 10%. Yeah, I'm not doing up gang signs. That's, that's no fun. We're not doing gang signs. We just unlocked a lock. We just unlocked a lock. Basically, what my point is that if you were to take this party against this one party, they just beat them. Right. Take this party against this one party, they just beat them. This 40% just won the vote for candidate A. Just by how they draw out the districts. Now, this worries the hell out of me because this means that they can divide up who wins in advance just by how they, they section, section um, districts. the districts. Did you guys know about this? I know mm -hmm. you said you heard about this. Yeah. But I'm, you're still willing to vote mm -hmm. after hearing about this. Why? Yeah. Well, I mean, duty. Duty calls, I think we just man, went, yeah, over that. Know, so let's do it, whatever. Take who's, who's the worst of the two. <laughs> 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 we went back to that, we decided. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Becca, is this your first time hearing about this? Yes. Do you stick true, yes. knowing that, that your vote might not even freaking matter? Yes. And I mean, I knew, that, I knew that the first part yeah. that you explained went like that. I didn't know about the districts and how they all worked like that. Mm -hmm. But yes, I still will vote. With the same attitude. With the same attitude, knowing that it might not count. Yes. You guys are real patriots. Jeremy. Yeah. We'll vote too. Everyone's voting. Okay. Of course I'm going to vote. You're going to vote. I'm going to vote for Mr. Johnson. Uh, thank <laughs> you. Really, are you? I'm going to vote for you. Johnson. I couldn't there have got go. that. Yes, sir. I, I, that's where I'm going for at least yeah. right now. It's not set in stone, but um, why not think outside the box? I think, I don't know. Start influencing people to go out the middle way. Maybe people might follow. Might follow. If not, maybe he'll try in four more years. If his numbers increase this time, which they already have, mm -hmm. he can only increase the next go round. Exactly. So, for any doubters out there that might think that millennials don't have a lot of patriotism, we just proved that even when I said all these guys' votes don't matter, that they're still because we find that patriotism inside of us and we feel that it is our civic duty. America. America. Yeah. High five. I want to see you smile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But um, with that said, I, I personally feel that, it, that this is an old system that needs to be changed. And in order to do that, we need to make our voice, voice heard whether that be through voting, mm -hmm. um, whether that be through service, 
um, or whether that be, I was about to say that, whether that be through podcasts, getting a message out there that being heard is, is, is an avenue that we all need to express in order to get that message out there. And with that said, I think that will, um, almost conclude our podcast, but we also have, um, some listener mail. So we're going to go ahead, yeah, we almost ran that. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and listen to some um, listener mail um, with this segment called Keeping Tabs with Becca Brock. Becca. All right. So our first listener mail here, it says, Dear WWM crew, why is it they don't allow third-party candidates to, oh, on the debate stage? Samuel. Anyone know what? Jeremy you kind of touched earlier. on that earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I believe you need to have um, the 15% of the popular vote. We'll have to double check that. But I believe it's about 15% of the popular vote in order to be allowed on stage. And people just can't get that popular vote unless they're backed by a party with a lot of campaign money to so fund for commercials and stuff. Popular, exactly. They got that, 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 that status. Like I said, I didn't. I have never heard about Gary uh, Johnson, so that should just they don't have enough money to make exactly. you yeah, here. Yeah, that exactly. makes sense. Let's start <laughs> donating him some money, man. Yeah. <laughs> fundraising. We're Gary starting Johnson, a fundraising on the Johnson. campaign. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry, dear Donis. We're going to get you a fact check website on WWM.com. Oh, just go. like Trump has. you know. Just like Hillary has, too. <laughs> Trump. Yeah, Hillary has. They both Trump. have. Okay, uh, so moving on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have, and this one says, Dear WWM crew, um, WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks revealed that Hillary allegedly wanted to go against Trump because he would be an easy victory, as well as other unliked candidates. Do you think this info is vital to the campaigns? This is from Casey. Yeah. Casey sounds like a conspiracy. Yes, though. Casey. Casey, conspiracy or not, John? Let me put your mind to ease. If Trump was an easy opponent, he's still an opponent. He still is, yeah. He's still someone who has to be beat, trampled through the mud. At least that's what you do to an opponent. I don't know, unless you're playing like chess, then it's just checkmate, then. I don't know if she's got checkmate on him yet. But regardless if it's vital or not, does it really matter? She, she chose her opponent, she chose him well. And it looks like there it's been a pretty good Soap opera on a debate stage so far, so I'm not mad at her. The whole thing. I'm not mad at her at all. It definitely is a boxing match that I've loved every single minute of. Celebrity deathmatch. Celebrity deathmatch. I love that show. He pulled. Why did they cancel it? One one, one second. I'm just saying. It really is a celebrity deathmatch when you have. This is the first time ever when it comes to in regards to a debate where Trump was able to pull out a prior president's accusers of sexual relations that's still in connection with his, the, who, his opponent right now. That, that's never been able to be done before because nobody's ever had his spouse run for office. So That's true. It, again, it, a celebrity death match. I'm surprised, um, you know, Miss Lewinsky wasn't there. Right? Last night. Was, How crazy would have that been? But she's went through a lot. I, I've, I've seen a lot, and I've got a lot of respect for her. She's done a lot. Um, with all the jokes aside that have been thrown at her name. Um, oh, but, yeah. again, a soap opera, nonetheless. All right. Okay, so last one says, mm-hmm. Dear WWM, is it important to participate in surveys? 
Sounds from Joe. Who? Surveys. Like survey think, on the polls. So like, uh, oh, for polls? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because then they they decide um, how your representation of your uh, state's going to be depending on the population. So as far as that, for the government, yes. Heck yes, so then they can make sure you have proper representation. Mm-hmm. I would say yes for that. Um, but as far as outside of polls, I would still say yes because it would be a good way to take a sample. You're shaking your head yeah, over there. Why? I'm just thinking going back to what you were talking about before. Now, yes. It seems like the surveys, granted, we love surveys. Yeah. You know, they help provide us with the information we need, but it seems like outside surveys in regards to the polls would help influence these concepts that you're bringing about with the jury. Jury mandering? Exactly. Because if they have a good idea, then they know how to section this stuff off better. I'm just saying. Something to think about. Yeah, they would still section off the stuff even if you didn't do it, but at least you would have more appropriate representation as far as the state's representation of you. Right. Is what I mean. I got you. My apologies. For sure. No problem. Don't let it happen. All right. All right. But um, if you guys had any more mail that you guys wanted to send in to us for us to read, go ahead and send that to wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but as always, this has been fun, guys. Anyone has any closing statements, last statements? I'm should, out. I'm done. You're done? You should we vote? vote? Should we vote? Should we vote on who we should, should we, should we vote? vote? Let's period. vote on if we should vote. Should we vote on should we vote? You're free to do whatever you want. You're free to do. This is coming from a Marine. Er. You're free to do whatever you want. It's your prerogative. All right, it's your prerogative, and it's your duty, prerogative, and do what the hell you want. Good night, everybody. Your prerogative. <laughs>